The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to The Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders on how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for purpose, performance, and profitability. Now... A quick Smart Moves Treat. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Are you managing by crisis or by purpose? Are you one of those leaders who moves quickly to, how can we solve this problem so that you can turn your attention to the next fire? Peter Block, an expert in the area of business transformation, says in his book, the answer to how is yes, acting on what matters. And I quote, we often avoid the question of why or whether something is worth doing by going straight to the how. He cautions against it because we risk overvaluing what's practical and doable rather than on what's really important. Block suggests asking these three questions often to focus you and your team on what's really important. First, is what, we're, is what we want to do worth doing? What's the value and for whom? In other words, is it getting us closer or farther away from our mission, our goals, or objectives? Second, are we working on our key priorities or whatever pops up or we're asked to do. In other words, what should we say yes to and what should we say no to? And third, have we communicated to our employees what really matters? In other words, do we help them focus their attention on doing the right things for the right reasons? So listeners, here's your smart moves tip. If you're trying to bring about change in your organization as a leader, you probably need to spend less time on the how anyway. Leave that up to the people who will be implementing the change. Focus more of your communication and conversation on the why to engage them, to excite them, to get them moving in the right direction. When the why is strong enough, the how will be figured out. In fact, in a recent leadership workshop, a healthcare professional said, In order to follow, I need to know why. And once I worked out the why, I want to know what the implications are. Then I can start solving the problem. Listeners, you can't fix everything at once despite the pressures that are on you. So you need to see the forest from the trees and make strategic choices and decisions. If you want to manage by purpose and not by crisis, then contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marcia Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Listeners, here is a quote from another well-known author, Jim Collins. In his bestseller book, Good to Great, he says, 
before a good company can take its place to the next level and become truly great, it needs to have the right people in place. And my guest today, Joyce Bender, CEO of Bender Consulting Company, will tell us why the right people can be people with disabilities. She will discuss the benefits of including people with disabilities within the workforce and why businesses should be partnering with national and local disability service organizations as recruitment sources. This program is very timely because of the many returning veterans who want to be employed and be a contributing member of society. And I'm so happy to have Joyce as a guest because um, of her wide experience and connections within the disability world. She partners with corporations and federal agencies in order to assist them with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives across the U.S. and Canada. Joyce, it is such a pleasure to have you on the program. Well, thank you so much, and may I say it's an honor for me to be on your show. Well, thank you, because I know you're a very busy lady, and and I am so pleased. Uh, Let's just start with uh, what got you interested in people with disabilities in the workforce? In other words, why did you become a crusader for competitive employment of people with disabilities? I know you have a story behind that, so, so tell us a little bit about it. I would be happy to do so, and you know, many people, when they hear me speak somewhere, they they ask me that question, you know, why are you doing this, or what caused you to get involved, and the answer to that is that my background is in employment. I worked in executive search when I started my career in 1979, but along the way, I was having these very strange fainting spells. And I went to the doctor and explained, and he told me, oh, you're okay, you're fine, that's just some female hormonal problem, don't worry about it. And so I believed him, and as the years went on, I kept having these fainting spells, and one evening in 1985, my husband, Bill, and I went to the movie theater to see the movie Amadeus, which is the Mozart film. And it's a great movie. It's won many, you know, Academy Awards, but it's a long movie. So there was an intermission, and at the intermission, my husband went to the men's room. I went to get a soda at the concession stand, and I had a seizure, and I hit the floor so hard, I fractured my skull had an intracranial brain hemorrhage, Mm. dislodged the bones in my right inner ear from the fall, and I was rushed to the hospital and had life-saving brain surgery. And when I came to an intensive care, you know, after them saying, uh, you know, Joyce, what's your name, Joyce Bender, move your arms, move your legs, uh, it wasn't long after that that I realized I am on an intravenous line with (laughs) Dilantin. And I'm asking why. Well, guess what? I'm a person living with epilepsy, and those fainting spells I used to have were seizures. It's a miracle, to be honest with you, that I lived through this, uh, through the grace of God. It is a miracle. But uh, that is what got me on this road. I'm a woman living with epilepsy and a hearing loss, and once I got back, to my executive search firm, that's what I did for a living, as I mentioned before, I'm saying, hey, why can't people with disabilities do these jobs in IT, finance, accounting? And, of course, they can, but that's how it all started. Fascinating, fascinating. So um, let's move into, um, you know, we talk about people with disabilities, and that's what does that include? Uh, uh, if someone would say I, I have a disability, uh, for employers, how do they know what what's included in that term? People with disabilities. Well, that would be someone that has a uh, physical or sensory uh, or you know psychiatric disability, something that impairs uh, their work in some way. Now, a lot of people think that means a person who is deaf or a person who is blind or a person uses a wheelchair, but that is not all that it is. Hidden disabilities is a huge area. There are people uh-huh. living like me with epilepsy, MS, uh, diabetes, 
you know, multiple sclerosis, various different disabilities that are not visible, but they are still disabilities. So I always tell people, you know, be careful when you say something negative because you may be talking to a person with a disability. But it, uh, as I mentioned, also includes mental health. Right. And that is um, one of the big uh, things going on today is looking at people, uh, for example, uh, Robin Williams, not wanting to get into it, but very, you know, most people didn't know that he was suffering from severe depression. So, um, you know, I have to have full disclosure here. What, what I, why I'm so interested in this topic because it hits personally. Uh, just real quickly, uh, one of my daughters was diagnosed with MS uh, when she was 29 years old. And, and with medication and with proper living uh, lifestyle, she's doing fine. But at the time, MS was just another disease to me until it happens personally. And I think that's part of your story, too, is when you can personally relate to someone with disabilities, it can change your whole perspective on it. So I, I asked her, you know, what questions might she ask uh, Joyce? And one of the things she came up with, because this goes into what you were talking about, the different kinds of disabilities, physical, uh, uh, psychological, mental, um, is how do employers know the assets of someone with a dis- with let's say a physical disability or a mental disability because they may think that oh they can't do anything and yes there may be some limitations but what might how can they find out or or be aware of the assets that this person brings well you know that's an excellent question that you have with uh what has been the problem is in the United States, 70% of people with disabilities are not counted in the workforce. Uh, as I mentioned, it covers various areas, and by the way, including intellectual disabilities, such as someone with Down syndrome or a cognitive uh, delay. Mm-hmm. But people with disabilities have the highest unemployment of any group in America. The problem is attitudinal. It's a stigma, thinking the person will be inferior and cannot do the job. But under the Americans with Disabilities Act, you know, when you go on the interview, the person cannot ask you what is your disability. Um, they may say to you, um, you know, would you be able would you need an accommodation for this job, you know, or something of that nature? But they cannot say to you, what is your disability? Now, mm-hmm. I tell companies the only way they're going to realize the power and the ability of people with disabilities is to hire someone. Uh-huh. Because until a company hires someone, they will not be able to change the work face of America until they see how productive someone can be. And so that, you know, that I think answers that question, which is, you know, to see beyond the disability and then to see the, what, what that person brings to the table. Um, you know, we just have a couple of minutes more. And before we get into, because I really would like to get into our next question about specifically for companies, um, anything else that, you know, you would like to tell um, the listeners about your personal experience or how you've overcome it? Um, well, you know, I was the national chair of the board of the National Epilepsy and I'm the immediate past chair of the American Association of People with Disabilities. And here I am now today, you know, working in 20 states and mm. two provinces of Canada. And how did this, you know, how? How did I get there? And it is that belief in what you can do. You know, I had this belief that, hey, epilepsy was, is part of me, but it's not going to deter me or stop uh-huh. me. Uh-huh. Uh, when you have epilepsy, by the way, for any of the listeners, one in 26 people are living with epilepsy in this country. The key is don't just go to the family doctor. Go to a neurologist uh-huh. or an epileptologist because then they would not have made the mistake, you know, that I made. But... I, you know, you just have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in your dream. And really, once you have a crusade, that's really what changed it for me, being on a crusade. Because, you know, when you give back, it is just amazing what it will do for you. Give back. Well, this, that is a wonderful 
to um, advice to end our first segment. So it's time for a short break on the Business Edge with Marsha Zidel, the Smart Moves Coach. When we return, we will hear Joyce talking more about the benefits of hiring people with disabilities, and we'll be getting into the aspects of what a business should know and do. So stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidel, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidel, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zidel, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is Joyce Bender, giving us insights into hiring uh, people with disabilities, specifically how that can be a business solution. So, Joyce, uh, let's get right into it. Um, why should business, what should businesses know about hiring and working with people with disabilities? And, Marsha, I'm happy to answer that. I just want to say again for our listeners that anytime someone ask me to talk about hiring people with disabilities and they talk about it in the media the way you are on your show, I just think you are a champion. So once again, thank you for allowing me to talk about hiring people with disabilities. But to get to your question, I tell companies, first of all, when they say to me, you know, Joyce, we, we, this is new to us. We haven't hired people with disabilities before. I say, oh, yeah, yes, you have. You're sitting right here in your company. They have epilepsy, MS, bipolar disorder, depression, diabetes. It's just, guess what? They aren't telling you. Uh And they aren't telling you because they don't want to be discriminated against. They don't want you to think they are not inferior, that they are inferior. They don't want you, you to treat them differently. So what I tell companies, you know, they're missing out. There's a huge talent pool. An untouched talent pool, which are people with disabilities, with academic training in mathematics, uh, um, finance, accounting, computer engineering, all areas. And they are missing out on that pool of people. Let's also remember there are veterans with disabilities. So I tell companies, listen, when you hire someone with a disability, it's not a charity. 
Uh It's to help your bottom line. For example, people with disabilities, it is a fact that because they are more appreciative, they Uh have one of the highest retention rates. I have people that work for me for 14 years and never taken one sick day. And the reason that they have such a high attendance is that they are appreciative. They Mm -hmm. are thankful. You know, we have a saying in our company, we're going to be at work every day early with a smile on our face. Uh And when you hire someone with a disability, it's going to not only help the bottom line in retention, but in diversity. What is better than to see the way other people think? So, untapped labor pool talent that, you know, you didn't even realize was out there, people Uh that are going to be at work every day, which is a cost-benefit to you, diversity, and, you know, last but not least, I mean it, you hire someone with a disability, they will be so appreciative that you gave them that chance because people with disabilities, we still know a job is a treasure. Well, you know, there's another factor, I, be- I think, that um, th- th- a, a reason why uh, employers should hire di- people with disabilities, not only are they more appreciative, but I would imagine they're more engaged in the company and the work they do. And employee engagement is a hot topic right now. Um, we have too many people come sh- uh, showing up at work and just sitting there and just doing their job and leaving and not putting the 100% effort into it. So I would imagine uh, that appreciation gets translated into not only 100%, but 110% of, of effort uh, into their job. Is that right? Um, you are right on the button there, right, right on. And you are also right that employee engagement is such a uh, key issue that's discussed in the business world today. But once again, a person with a disability, so thankful to have this opportunity that they, because they value work, They want to know everything they want to know about the company. They want to meet people. They want to do volunteer work. Uh, Once again, if you were the person that no one gave a chance to, and then you got that job, you would not be the person who wishes to go sit there. You would want to be involved. You would want to contribute. You would be so happy to have this opportunity. And that is an incredible business value. So, um... What I'm thinking is, then what stops businesses from hiring people with disabilities? What are some of the myths or the concerns of businesses? Well, one of the myths that exist is that there will be a cost, an accommodations cost, that it's Uh going to cost them so much money when they hire people with disabilities. But that is a myth because the average cost of an accommodation in the United States is $500. Trust me, when I go to companies, they have the Braille on the elevators, they have the ramps, they have video relay, they have everything except people with disabilities working there to use all those things they have. Uh But people with disabilities, you know, often when people think about them, they think these things that are incorrect. So that's one. Uh, The second thing is that they're not going to be at work, which is really Really, it's the opposite. That's, that's a definite myth. Um, the other thing is, sadly, there is a stigma. You know, with a person with a disability, they have in their mind they won't be as good. They're going to slow mm-hmm. me down. Mm-hmm. You know, this person is going to be in fear. I'm going to have to do so much more. But I want to remind everyone <clears throat> that Franklin Delano Roosevelt had polio and was in a wheelchair. And he was, in fact, the president of the United States for three terms. But it is stigma, part of its stigma. And I would think, um, you know, another part uh, that also is that people, some people are uncomfortable being with people who are different. Um, it, It maybe makes us feel more vulnerable, or have you found that too? I mean, that's sort of an aside issue, but that can also be why why they're not hired as readily. Oh, well, sadly, that's true. I just, uh, I read a book called The Ugly Laws about a time in the early 1900s where 
in uh, Chicago and another city, they had these uh, municipalities with this law that you could not have unsightly or unseemly um, mm. out on the street. And everyone thought they meant, of course, garbage, trash, but that included people with disabilities. So if a person was out on the street, um, they would arrest them if they were out on the street because of the visible disability. Now, yes, that was back in time, but then let's remember the freak shows. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm 60 years old. I remember being at a fair where they had a freak show, and uh, that was, in fact, people with disabilities were the people at these shows. So Mm -hmm. what is my point? My point is that sometimes people just don't want to be around that person because they look different. Well, moving on to another topic, um, which is, uh, are there new affirmative action compliances for federal contractors? Because now we're getting to something a little more specific here. Well, uh, Marcia, that is a great question because it's very relevant. It's relevant because it just went into effect this, uh, this year but it will be fully implemented in March. So what is it? It is for all federal contractors, which, believe it or not, 22% of employees in America, they work for a federal contractor. They are one of, you know, anyone you think of, Coca-Cola, IBM, Microsoft, these are all, anyone paid more than, if they get more than $10,000 worth of business, Wow. From the government, they're a federal contractor. So what it is, is the federal contractors are going to have an aspirational goal of 7%, meaning their goal is 7% of their employee base will be people with disabilities. This Section 503 of the Rehabilitation Act, which is the law you're referring to, was written 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. By President Nixon, it was put in place, but it was never enforced until now. And new rules went out, and they, they were issued, and it is final, and it is for real. So for the first time, there will be compliance issues audited by OFCCP and the Department of Labor for all federal contractors And that will include, starting in January, they'll start to be audited for, do you have in place all of the systems you need for data collection, such as how many people you've interviewed, how many people you've, where you've recruited, uh, resumes received. The same thing you do for minorities and females will now be done for people with disabilities. That is terrific. And now there's some teeth into it, and I, hopefully that will make it easier for, for people with disabilities to be hired and to be employed and stay and, and to uh, be a contributing, a contributing person within our economy. And, and so on that note, it's time for a short break on the business edge. Uh, this is Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moose Coach, and when we return, Joyce Bender will be telling us more about uh, people hiring people with disabilities and uh, why should business partner and why should business do this? Who should business partner with and why should business do this? So stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. 
Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marcia Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest today is Joyce Bender, who's giving us such great insights into hiring people with disabilities, what a business should know. And so let's, let's talk about that, uh, Joyce, uh, because you talked about w- w- what a business should know about the hiring, but also there's another part is what should uh, businesses, why should businesses partner with national and local disability service organizations? Um, and then what might be some of them? Well, I think that the main reason is, to be honest with you, I have now had more companies call me that ever called me because of 503. This has been, since I started the company in 1995, it's been more me trying to create the market. In other words, um, difficult, you know, to get companies to want to hire people with disabilities. And, of course, they will tell you it isn't because they don't want to, but people with disabilities are sabotaged with pity. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when I feel sorry for you. But when you pity someone, you're really saying they're inferior, and that's not how you're going to get a job. You know, I always say, people with disabilities, we don't need pity, we need paychecks. <laughs> and that is a reality of life. But the, the thing is that, to be honest with you, a lot of these companies, they have not ever reached out with a big outreach to hire people with disabilities. For example, in diversity at a lot of companies, disability was not included. You know, it was Mm -hmm. off to the side somewhere. So we missed out when they would do diversity training, you know, whether it's gender-specific or for a minority group. We were not part of that. So um, I think the first thing is going to be education. You know, they don't know where to, not only do they not know where to go, they don't know how to go. Right. You know, they don't know how to even interview people with disabilities in many cases. So I tell people, you know, you really are going to need to work with someone. Um, and for example, all the colleges mm-hmm. have a disability services office. Mm-hmm. All of them. We have partnerships here, you know, across the United States with from Purdue to MIT, but for a listener, no matter where you are, remember, even if it's a community college, they have a disability services office if you're a business in that area. Also, every state in the United States has a vocational rehabilitation uh, office. Every state, every city, just all you have to do is go to the web and put in you know, uh, vocational rehabilitation in whatever state you're in, and it's going to come up where to go. And the, this is the agency that focuses on uh, finding people with disabilities employment. And, of course, there is no charge to you. Then there are all of the... Um, all of the groups that I call provider groups, such as MS Society, Epilepsy Affiliates, uh, Federation for the Blind, 
you know, they are all in your area, and you can contact any of them and see if they can help you. Even it may be that you call, for example, an epilepsy affiliate and say, listen, we've never hired people with hidden disabilities before. Would you be willing to come here and do a presentation for our human resources group? Once again, this is all of, this is all free. No, you know, no cost to a business. And last but not least, the Department of Labor um, has a website called the Office of Disability Employment Policy and at the Office of Disability Employment Policy, which you would find by going to dol.gov, the Department of Labor's website, they have an internship program called the Workforce Recruitment Program, where they have some students that have graduated or others looking for an internship where you could go there and hire the person uh, directly. Now, of course, my company is a for-profit company, and we focus on the same thing, uh, helping companies hire people with disabilities and do training. So there are a lot of resources out there, but I, well, I guess the problem is, or the challenge, is connecting the resources to the companies. And where does it start? Does it start with the resources going out to the companies? To me, that would seem the most likely, but what are the, also what are the responsibilities of the company to seek out uh, these resources? I have a feeling it's going to be the other way around. I say that because throughout my career, I have talked to people that work for either vocational rehabilitation or work for um, American Blind Foundation or whatever it is, uh, and they have gone to the companies. It's just they didn't get that far. So I think in this case... It's going to be that the company, Human Resources, whichever the area is, makes a concerted effort to reach out and uh, talk, talk to, as I said, their vocational rehabilitation office and put together a recruitment plan just the way do they have done for minorities. Um, and, again, I want to remind everyone why I keep bringing up veterans with disabilities is another uh, new compliance issue uh, issued by OFCCP is called VEVRA. And VEVRA is uh, an aspirational goal toward hiring veterans. But out of veterans, remember, there are people that come back from Iraq and Afghanistan with disabilities like post-traumatic stress disorder or if they've been a Burma victim or had an amputation that are seeking employment. Um, and, you know, why would you not want to pick up the phone and call your Veterans Affairs Office. You know, talking about veterans with disabilities, Marcia, uh-huh. as I mentioned before, I, I just want to repeat this again because when I think about these men and women that went to Iraq and Afghanistan or are there now that put their life on the line for you, for me, for uh-huh. everyone listening to this show, and they don't even know you. They don't know me. But they went and they put their life on the line. And then they come back and we can't hire them. Mm. That yeah. is shameful. Yes. And that is why so many veterans with disabilities are homeless and, you know, cannot find work. So I find people with disabilities across the board, but I just want to mention why I brought that up and why I just told everyone, when you're looking for people, don't forget to call veterans, your veterans office, because they are wounded warriors, because there are veterans with disabilities seeking employment. I mean, that, that just is so terrible. And who more would be such a great employee as someone that has fought for this country? So I just wanted to... Um, underline that. And I totally agree with you, Joyce. Uh, these are people that we that want to be employed and need to be employed. So let's go to, um, let's turn the table a bit and talk about um, the people who are disabled, who are seeking employment. Um, what should they know about uh, going out and interviewing, getting hired, or even once they're on the job? How can they make sure that they put their best foot forward? 
Well, what I'm telling people with disabilities when I speak at different conferences or on my show, I tell them, I say, listen, when you go on an interview today, we need a paradigm shift. People with disabilities have too long been waiting for people to save them. Someone's going to come in, they're going to help me. Someone's going to show me, they're going to help me get that job. I'm waiting, they'll get, you've got to stop thinking like that. Uh-huh. You, you have to be the person that's going to get the job. No more waiting. Just as Martin Luther King Jr. said, waiting almost always means never. You have to, so what do you have to do? Number one, you have to make sure that you study about going out on an interview, uh, the basics, such as correct dress attire, um, having, of course, a resume, making sure that you're early for the interview, but you've got to be prepared. The key word here is preparation. Get on the Internet, go to Google, and put the name of that company in, and you read that, and you make sure you know everything about that company, everything, so that when you go on the interview, you're prepared. Find out a few days before exactly where is this company. Do I need to know where the accessible door is? Do I need to know that? What do I need to know? Where are they at? Who do I ask for? What is the name? Make sure you have the phone number. And I don't care if you have to leave two hours early. You've got to leave early. When you're late for an interview, you're done. And remember, on time is late. You've got to get there. You've got to be there at least 20 minutes early. There's this new thing in the world today in businesses, and it's called going through security. Uh-huh. So how do you know how many people are going to be in line there when you get there, how long that's going to take? And then when you get there, though, always remember you're selling yourself. This is uh-huh. when I say the paradigm shift. You just can't sit there and wait. You have to go in and say, I want to tell you why you should hire me. I may not have the experience that someone else has, but I have the attitude. I have the work ethics. I will be here every day early. I will give you 100 and 10%, you can count on me if you'll give me that chance and get that business card and send a thank you note. I think those are great uh, suggestions for anyone who is uh, looking for employment. And I think the, the, the piece that I really like is that confidence and assertiveness that confidence that will bring out the assertiveness that I am the right person for this job. So I think this is really great, and it's time for another break. Uh, so this is Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moves coach. Um, and when we come back, uh, Joyce is going to give us a couple of key, what I call takeaways, so that what, what you can remember from this interview. So stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidle, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidle. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zidle, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today has been Joyce Bender, uh, giving us insights into hiring people with disabilities. How can that solve some of the business uh, challenges? And also some great advice to those people who are dis- who have disabilities and how to go out there and hire, be hired and to successfully uh, manage that. So at this point, Joyce, you have a couple of minutes to um, give the listeners your, your two or three, what I call takeaways, or what are the most important things you want them to remember about hiring people with disabilities? Uh, thank you, Marcia. I would say, uh, first, don't judge based on you don't look like me. Mm. Remember, remember, you are the temporarily able-bodied. You can join my group at any time, and I would hope that doesn't happen, but it very easily can, and if it does, you will suddenly be my biggest supporter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The ADA is not just for us. The ADA is insurance for you, for everyone. Mm -hmm. And you know, the other thing I would tell you specifically to employers is that when you hire someone with a disability, you are giving them something they've never had before, and that is freedom. You can never, ever, ever be free in this country unless you have competitive employment. And finally, to the young people with disabilities listening to the show, I know that young people with disabilities, because I do all this volunteer work, are brutally bullied, And I just want to tell you, believe in yourself, Uh get back your muchness, and tell someone. If you're being brutally bullied, tell someone. And parents, pay attention, because today, Facebook can be deadly. And I Uh have lost some young people to suicide. So Uh for young people with disabilities, go on Facebook to the Bender Lead On Team page. Bender Lead On Team Hundreds of young people with disabilities all out there empowering one another. Believe in yourself. Wow. Very inspirational. And so, uh, Joyce, how else can people get in contact with you um, if they have questions? Uh, what is the best way? Well, our website is www. BenderConsult.com, and that's Bender Consult, not consulting, BenderConsult.com. And if you go to my website, you will be able to reach me uh, easily or anyone in our staff, uh, human resources, that can help you. Also, we do a lot of work in accessibility. So if you are a company or a business uh, with some of the regulations today, such as 508, you have to make sure that your website is accessible to everyone, including people who are blind or deaf or have other disabilities. And our company, we do that. We have a manager, a person who is blind. Uh, we do that nationally. You can find out more about that by going to our website. So our main thing for any companies listening is we find people with disabilities uh, We and refer them to you for employment, we do training, we do consulting, we work with the public sector. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the number one intelligence agencies is one of my biggest customers. So uh, that's the best way to reach me or my radio show, Disability Matters with Joyce Bender, is on every Tuesday at 2 o'clock on voiceamerica.com. Well, thank you so much, Joyce. It was such a pleasure, to, really a pleasure to have you on. Um, 
you've spoke to some something that's been very important to me on a personal level, and I hope the listeners got so much from from you. And I like what you said that don't judge. We are all temporarily abled. We're all in a temporarily abled body, <laughs> and that you may join that another you know a disabled group. So thank you so much again. Thank you, Marcia, and thank you for a great show. Okay, so, listeners, next week's program is What More Than Sorry Matters, or When More Than Sorry Matters. My guest is Lee Taft, who says, quote, We're living in a time of extraordinary acts of public contrition. Think Paula... Dean or Lance Armstrong, yet most of the time these public expressions of sorrow are without moral content and are instead what some pundits call non-apology apologies. Having both a law degree and a master's of uh, divinity, Lee will show us how authentic apologies can transform bad situations into one that gains public and customer support and admiration. So tune in Wednesday, August uh, next uh, August twentieth at eleven Pacific, two Eastern on the Business Channel. Here's a smart moves question for the coming week. It is, what's your hiring batting average? According to the late Peter Drucker, management icon, executives make poor hiring decisions. By all accounts, their batting average is no better than .33. That means one-third of such uh, decisions turn out right, one-third minimally effective, and one-third outright failures. In no other area of management would we put up with such miserable performance. That's Peter Drucker. So remember, of all the decisions you make, none is as important as the decisions about people, getting the right people in the right seats on the bus, and that includes people with disabilities. Listeners, do you want to increase your hiring batting average? Contact me at 972-380-9181 or Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who asked, what happened? Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Let me show you how. So listeners, thank you for being the audience on the business edge with Marcia's Idol, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth, innovate, improve, ignite, or die, make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level.